Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going over uh, and dissecting and discussing the uh, all, all of uh, Weezer's songs, track by track, song by song, um, from Blue to Van Weezer, possibly. <laughs> um, I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And I'm Zach Fracking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Oh, man. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I haven't showered today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just sitting in my own <laughs> filth, like a, like a slob. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But genuinely, I just, you know, we're social distancing, so I don't have <laughs> yeah, to right. take a shower, brush my teeth. I'm not a weirdo, but you know, we got one of those Quip toothbrushes. This isn't an ad. Oh, I'm just yeah. saying we got. Do, have you used one of those? Uh, no, but I do have an older school. You know, electric. Oh man, I love it. It's great. I I uh, I use that, and I use a water pick in the shower. Oh man, changed my teeth game completely. Like that, and also massive amounts of using like uh, Invisalign. Oh, really? completely rechanged the shape of my face. But uh-huh. you know, that and the water pick in a good way, and the Quip toothbrush. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it was. Uh, they were like, oh, hey, uh, how old are you? And I'm like, when I got them, I'm like, well, I'm 25. And they're like, oh, you have the teeth of a 40-year-old. And I'm like, Ooh. I don't know what that means. And they're like, well, if you don't do something with your mouth, like if you don't fix your teeth, you are going to have tiny nubs of teeth by the time you're 40. And I'm like, huh. how? How did that? It's, I had a weird bite, so it was like grinding the mm-hmm. teeth away. This is way more than anybody wants to know, but... <laughs> Uh, my advice to you all is go to the damn dentist. Or just find out. Dentist. <laughs> the dentist. Right. But I found out that dentists who work over a dam are much better. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're used to kind of like dealing with, uh, you know, people coming through. And there's usually beavers around the office, too. So, you know, it, it, it's much more fun that way. Uh, you know, bring the kids. There's a beaver here. What song are we talking about today, Eric? <laughs> well, I think you already referenced it. Uh, it's it's Slob. It's uh, track number six from Knowledge uh, This this is one of my uh, favorites on the album. Just the okay. like the opening with the the drum on the or the cymbal, you know, um, just that kind of like ding 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 ding. I mm-hmm. this this whole song is just so good. Um, I'm not gonna say so much fun, which was what I was just going to say, uh, because it's not it's not fun <laughs> no, at all. It's, it's a very fun. sad song, um, but you know it it. Uh, I see. I see a lot of myself <laughs> in this song. <laughs> um, 
or what I used to be, you know, before I got married and everything like that. But so I think I just relate really heavily with it. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's a solid rocker, you know, it, it, it's, 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 I really like it. I like it a lot. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of, it, it it's going a bit m- even more emo than Pinkerton did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 it's got that cry, <laughs> crying vocal to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is what they should have been doing with Pinkerton, like this kind of stuff, where it's about bettering yourself because it's your fault, not because it's everybody else's fault. That's all. Rivers, I'm not going to say mean things about you anymore until we get to Ratitude, okay? Please come on the podcast. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it really is, and I think that's maybe why I like it so much, is because it does feel very emo, and I'm really, in, I, you know, love emo music. Um so, yeah, good good catch, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the the opening lyric, "Leave me alone." Yeah. <laughs> Perfect to, for this time. Well, and and I have to always I always think about my my first podcast, Watchmen minute. Um, the the now mm, yep. now the movie Watchmen hadn't come out at, by this point, uh, which is what we covered in there. But uh, it was of course based on the comic book that came out in the mid '80s. Um, but it's it's certainly in the comic book as well. Um, mm-hmm. Is where Doctor Manhattan says to the roomful of uh, of uh, well, not roomful of you know some reporters. You know, it's, it's a it's a TV TV talk show TV mm-hmm. studio. Right, 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 right. And and everyone's just uh, surrounding him, and and he kind of he kind of screams, you know, like leave leave me alone. Not quite the same way as Rivers does. It's 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 because Rivers certainly puts that big pause there between leave and me. Can you imagine but, but, if that was what Doctor Manhattan did? Every time I hear it, I'm thinking about. <laughs> he good just old says, he goes leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, which I I don't know if that was intentional, mm-hmm. an intentional. Uh, I have no idea. But I have no idea if <laughs> Rivers ever. Read but then, <laughs> see, it, this is this is what would happen if uh, Doctor Manhattan decided to stay on Earth instead of going up to Mars. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. you know he's just like uh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not picking up the phone. I'm not listening to messages. That's what the song is about. Actually, is Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, in well, an and alternate, actually, that, alternate that part, 1986. That part is sim- more similar to the recent HBO TV show. I still haven't watched that yet. Yeah. I need to. Did that get a second season? No. <laughs> very, very unlikely, it seems like, at this point. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Lindelof d- doesn't really have, doesn't feel like he has a good enough idea. And oh, HBO wow. is, is, is actually being very respectful of a writer. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> a writer's wishes. <laughs> Why would they do that? Yeah. I mean, last time they didn't respect writer's wishes, we got the incredible season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, you know, I just... Weird. Well, you don't you don't know what I was really referencing myself. Oh, you're, you're talking about Alan Moore, Alan right? Moore, yes. Alan Moore being a, yeah. a colossal I mean, dick. It's really that's... very ironic. That... <laughs> gotcha. Okay, you're being ironic in that party. way. I went in a different yeah. way. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Alan Moore, um, part-time wizard. Um, his his beard. God, 
talk about a slob, honestly. <laughs> like, just run Perfect. a comb through it, buddy. Um, it all connects. Um, yeah, so uh, this this song, like, I love the chorus of it yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I don't like how you're living my life. Right. Mm. <laughs> You know, so it's almost like he's seeing himself in either somebody else Mm. or he's, like, actually doing some sort of introspection on himself, um, taking uh, responsibility for it on his own. You know, he's looking at the mirror. I don't like how you're living my life. I need to get a wife, get a job, and stop being a slob. But see, I, I, you know, in the lyrics I found, they have quotes there, and it's the previous the end line of the verse. It says, "Sent by some, you know, I won't listen to these messages sent by someone who calls up and says, I don't how, I don't like how you're living my life." And to me, what I say is, I, what I think that means is that this person that's that's trying to contact what have you, uh, Rivers, maybe <laughs> um, the narrator at least. Um, who's trying to contact them is is isn't really saying this, but it's 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 from River's point of view, the neighbor's point of view that that it's it's someone that is is trying to live maybe vicariously or you know something like that maybe that mm-hmm. that they're saying that hey you're not living your life the way I want you to or the way the way I live mine, and you should follow suit. Okay, it's, it's almost more like I, I, I envision it as a parent, a parent to a kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean not to a young kid, but to a right to a, to a teenager an, plus twenty yeah. something or something. Okay, yeah, but I like your I, idea too. Hey, <laughs> it's possible. Well, no, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, it's a uh, it's. I mean, I can I can see both readings of that. I yeah, mean, because right. one, especially if you look at if I'm looking at the genius lyrics uh, on on the website Genius, and it's mm-hmm. in yeah. sent up by somebody who calls up and says, and then that chorus is in quotes. So right. you know, it's it could. I mean, it, it here's what it is. Here's what it is. You ready for this, Eric? Mm-hmm. He gets a call from his parents saying. You need to really shape up here. Then he's thinking on it later while drinking his grandpa's beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that yeah, I I I don't like how you're living my life, uh, Sloppy Rivers. See, it's both of ours, just two different mm-hmm. verses. You know, True. we figured it out. We cracked the the the, the Rivers Cuomo code. <laughs> Right? Yep. Yep. Okay, great. But, uh, yeah. So, what What are you waiting for little clues to appear that I drank some of Granddaddy's beer? What? That's, that's very stupefying to me. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? <laughs> uh, like, that he gets yelled at for drinking his grandpa's beer? Granddaddy, spear. Uh, mm, yeah, it's a, a 
something that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like there's been these other callbacks. Like, I think I kind of missed. I may mm, want to cut this out, but if if it was from uh, Slave that we already recorded, um, but uh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was Keep Fishing uh, uh, with the with. I don't think I mentioned it then, but uh, the word shelf being used. Mm-hmm. You know, and here the word beer is being. I mean, there's aren't those aren't things you typically hear in most, you know, mm-hmm. most uh, rock pop music, what have you. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, you know, there, there's other things to call beer, and actually, that's what it was in in um, Say It Ain't So. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about. You know, because he's talking about the Heine. Heine. Yeah, somebody's hiding my Heine. Um, <laughs> in his icebox. <laughs> Weird. Um, but but I I feel like there's just been an increasing amount of these little callbacks, these little just very lyrical callbacks to uh, right, you know, all the way to the, almost to the beginning, essentially the blue album. Or he needed something to ride with, rhyme with a peer. <laughs> <Up here. Yeah. laughs> Maybe we're just really overthinking this. <laughs> but no, but isn't I, that our job? There, I guess you're right. Um, so I, I mean, I, I can see that though, you know, where it's maybe an extension to that story. Um, but what I was saying with uh, death and destruction before, mm-hmm. this is the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. I think this uh, these two are a couplet. You know uh, how I think Rivers Cuomo writes a lot of couplets in his in his songs or in his albums. Um, you know because. When we leave Rivers uh, in Death and Destruction, he is depressed. You know, he he's a sa- he's a sad boy, and this would be you know, I mean, everything that we're reading here, he doesn't want to content talk with people. He is living by himself, or I mean, he's alone at least. Um, he is you know hanging out in a den, which like. Also, Den, that's a reference to uh, My Name is Jonas. Um, oh. We've all left the den. Let me tell you about it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So then My Name is Jonas is the sequel. To this. <laughs> Let's write the entire chronology of Weezer songs. Like, according to the lyrics. Um, according to the lyrics. <laughs> like, uh, don't well, hang out in my den. First so, you wrestle with Jimmy. <laughs> right. Yes. You wrestle with Jimmy. Uh, in your icebox, um, you yell at somebody for being half Japanese and uh, lesbian. Yeah, no, he seems he seems like he's kind of giving up uh, at this point. But which I, there's a there's a quote. Uh, from Guitar World, he had an interview with uh, uh, an interviewer talked to um, Rivers about this, and you know the the song "Slob" reflects a really bleak state of mind. Do you frequently feel a sense of desperation? Rivers quote uh, that kind of song was written in a very emotionally extreme moment. It's not often that I feel that way. Maybe once a week, which I think is 
pretty often. <laughs> you should talk to somebody about that. Uh, back to the quote. Or something I'll get overwhelmed by a situation in my life and write a song about it. If I were to put all those songs on an album, you'd think I have a really bleak life or I'm an emotional wreck or something. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, let's... Mm-hmm. But really... I only feel that way for an hour or two. Most of the time, I'm a pretty cool character, uh, end quote, which you know when somebody says I'm a pretty cool character, that is a desperate cry for help. <laughs> so, um, well, well, it's been 18 years now since then. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. Some things hey, have changed, so. He's got that Disney money now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it really is. It is a really bleak song and a really sad song, but... I think it's a little hopeful towards the end, you know, mm-hmm. where it's he's no longer listening to somebody say it. He's saying it to himself, you know, to, to pick himself up and let's get, you know, let's get moving on this. You know, am I reading it? Do you think that that makes sense? I, I can see that part, too. Um, and, 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 you know, the one of the things I liked... You know, I I kind of am sometimes thrown by when I do a lot of re-listens and so forth. Is is the first time that chorus the the chorus first ends? You know, it's don't you be a slob, mm-hmm. and it goes in verse two. Um, the the other two times we have the chorus, he, he repeats slob these couple times after that, and I often want to hear that that first when I'm when I'm re-listening and I hear the first one, I I I want to put that this. Uh, repetitive uh, yeah. singing of the word slob in as right. well but it's yeah i mean you know doing that there I, I don't know if there's a really good musical reason but the i think lyrically it's you know it's 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 just really stressing that so much more that and and, and i mean and hence that's you know i guess you know the coming up with uh okay well what are we gonna call this song <laughs> slob slob yeah slob uh, or Granddaddy's we can, beer. Yeah, Granddaddy's beer. Let's let's. Let, I think this is. I think this is a, a song called Granddaddy's beer. Uh, yeah. No, uh, slob <laughs> works much better. But I think that those two slobs after after the chorus at mm-hmm. the end of you know both the the last two choruses. To me, it sound. I I would read it as more reflective. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, like if you slob. Slab, yeah. I you know I, I, I am an actor, so obviously you knew that was going to be good. But um, that's kind of how I would I read those. Um, so anyway, uh, music is subjective. Yeah, there's no one meaning. But disagreeing with me means you're probably wrong. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, well, from a more objective point of view, as far as the music goes, um, uh, we get. Uh, the good old left channel right channel thing going on Do here we? with the song. We got the for the left in the left channel. It's that more distort, distorted guitar riff. So if I mean if you're only listening on the right side, you, I mean you lose a lot. Yeah. But then uh, in that left channel, you it's, it's the vocals they're there, but they're a lot lower mixed. So you know it's really even weirder listening to to just the left channel. <laughs> it's like, right. It's like uh, there's a ghost in here singing the song. Yes. What? Let me tell you about your grandfather's beer. Um, and then eventually, when the when the um, in the right channel, uh, when he gets into that uh, that first verse, like halfway through it, the then then uh, then uh, there's that there's that nice uh, long note held played on a guitar, um, 
and it, and it kind of then morphs into um, copying the vocal melody, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. For the very and can we talk about the baller guitar solo as yeah. well? Mm-hmm. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Like this album, oh, it makes up for everything on Green. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like just it's it's, it's a flip. It's a exactly. Yeah. Hey. It's like oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll just do yeah, random stuff now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, oh, it, it's so good. It's such a good solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, music more musically, uh, the the drums going, like, at the, uh, during the chorus, kind of towards the end of it, it's it's this, it's this kind of fairly high tempo, da, 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 you know, and kind of mm-hmm. a little bit increasing uh, in, in its in its uh, strength and its, in its uh, volume level. Um but then when it goes into the verses, it, it, it really seems like have a, a different, a little bit, a bit slower of a time signature of, of, of the beat is, is then changed up. In, and that's, that's really interesting that hmm. when that kind of thing happens. I mean, it's kind of similar to, you know, when, when you have the key change for, for notes on whether it's scene or guitars and other instruments. But, right. but for drums, when you have that uh, time signature change, that's always interesting. Yeah, I mean, and when you don't really hear that very often, I feel mm-hmm. like, especially in Weezer, you know, it's they're pretty much just solid, you know, pop songs yep. that are like, let's just yeah, four four, know. time signature four four, yeah. yep. yep. See, I I understood that. Yep. <laughs> four four horse horse. Um, have they have they ever done a waltz? <laughs> you know, I mean, it would be the song that would have been my uh, if I knew it at the time, it would have been my. Uh, you know, first dance, <laughs> the Weezer Waltz. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, so, alliteration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, when it's two librarians getting married, you got to alliterate yeah. the crap out of that stuff. Uh, all right. Anything else? Yeah, I think that's about it. The, the notes I took for this. All right. Well, uh, who covered this song, Eric? Um, it's really awfully similar to the last episode with uh weird good old D, the the weezer cover project i mean and that's going to be a common thing i'll mention from now on but um mm-hmm. and like and like i said you know like i've been saying there's there's no covers uh via the, my normal means of, of finding any um mm-hmm. and that malta of cocktail piano again um now, uh, the, the one thing to say about the weezer cover project though is, is that i did start to listen to this and i just like ditched it pretty quick you know 20 second 20 30 seconds in because it wasn't they weren't they weren't replicating the lyrics the the vocal really really yeah so i was like uh so right. um, and then i did find one uh, uh, more like youtuber uh type guy that actually wasn't just playing along with the track uh, uh mike s so he went he went a lot simpler for me <laughs> Instead of that long, <laughs> possibly right. last name R, whatever it was. Um, so, and uh, and I could uh, certainly uh, communicate with uh, uh, good old Jeff in, uh, in the <laughs> Facebook uh, group, and 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 maybe I'll I'll give him this link just in, you know. See, Jeff alone is the reason to yeah. join the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society, <laughs> um, because he knows way more about this stuff than we do. Um, <laughs> It's time for Rivers Quote Mo, the best segment on this show. Uh, garners thousands of laughs every time I do it. It's funny. It's good. Everybody loves it. And uh, I'm pretty sure I have lied more times in the past <laughs> minute than uh, 
I was going to say something about Trump, but it just, I, <laughs> I, I didn't lie nearly as much as he does. Yeah. Uh, so as the great Rivers Cuomo once said, leave me alone. And Dr. Manhattan. And Dr. Manhattan. Uh, so, oh man, what a great segment. Wasn't that a great segment, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, your that's, checks that's on the mail. That's not a lie. Um, you get your 10%. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's rank this bad boy. Yeah. Let's give it a rating. Well, Zach, what 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 would you rate this song? Oh my god, I forget my start sometimes. Um, I would give this song an eight point five. Very cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it. Hmm. I'm gonna give it an eight point two five. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good song. Um I don't think it's as good as Dope Nose, but I mean it's no, it's yeah. great. I mean it it's a fun listen. It's uh you know, and it it takes it down from, you know, Take Control goes down with Death and Destruction and then it kind of goes back up again with mm-hmm. Slob, but it doesn't like jump straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it's it's a gradual rise as opposed to a you know like a slow song and then you know something really fast and really heavy like we would see maybe in Pinkerton, um, so, all right. Well, if that's mm-hmm. that's all we got, I think so. Uh, well, then I've been Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log, uh, and I'm Eric Nash uh, on Twitter. I'm at Lucky Mustard. And I also do uh, Almost Famous Minute and Watch My Minute. And Almost Famous Minute is also just like this show on the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find it at pantheonpods.com. Or is it pantheonpodcast.com? Oh, that's right. Pantheonpodcast.com. And at Twitter, on, on Twitter, at pantheonpods. See, that's what happens. Yeah. This is what happens when we, uh, you know, when we, uh, when we buck from tradition, Eric. <laughs> somebody screws it up. That was mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, if you want to send uh, mean things to me for being mean to Eric, uh, you can check us out on Twitter at what? the at what? 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 Hmm? I'm I'm ready to type. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it took me a second. I got it. Uh, at feels like Weezer on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Feels like Weezer. You can send us messages there uh, about how awful I am to Eric. Uh, but if you want, if you have a really, Eric, who, who is this? Oh, who is this? Narek Yash. This is really weird. Uh, who's that guy? Um, if you, uh, have more of a long form complaint, uh, you know, something that probably won't fit in a Facebook message, you can send it to our email address. Feels like Weezer at gmail.com. Um, or you could just not, you know, you don't have to send complaints. It's fine. Oh, hey, we haven't done this before. Uh, it would be great if you could pop on over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, give us a rating. Leave us a review. Um, you know, you can you can say nice things. You can say not nice things. doesn't matter to me. It's not going to hurt my feelings. It will hurt my feelings uh, if you say mean things. Um, I'm just letting you know that I do have a very sensitive disposition. Um I'm I'm like the Rivers Cuomo of my time. 
uh, where I'm a sensitive boy. But anyway, you can uh, uh, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever podcasts are downloaded. Um, that would be that would be great. It would really help us out. Um, apparently, numbers are what gets us like on charts and stuff. That's a thing. Did you know that, Eric? Uh, that sounds familiar. That sounds it sounds like something that uh, other podcasters would say. <laughs> I'm trying to emulate yeah. them. Am I am I a real podcaster now? No, I'm like I'm like Tinkerbell. If you don't give me praise, I die. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. Fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.